mics off again, damn it. Welcome to episode 49 of Gears and Beers, the live portion of the Live Short Livery Podcast, where three freedom-loving, gun-toting capitalist pigs talk about gear we love, gear we hate, gun industry news, and tonight, a lot of SHOT Show projects. Projects? Also tonight, boxes drunk. Uh, tonight on the agenda, Franklin Armory Glock Binary Trigger, the Ghost Gunner 3 0%. <laughs> The Hollison SCS and the Rare Breed FRT 15E3. Our panel tonight is made up of Mr. Andrew Johnson, Sam, the owner of Shyworks, and I'm your host, Box. This show is sponsored by Shyworks, Iowa's preferred Cerakote applicator, and ballistic imagery. Sam, take the uh, spotlight away from me. I'm a, I'm a mess. He said he was drunk, and he may be. I saw him at like three in the afternoon buying liquor at Prano this uh, so today. So I've got you know. a pretty solid buzz going on. <laughs> uh, yeah, speaking of Shyworks, we are Iowa's customer preferred Cerakote applicator. And what we do is take your idea for how you want your gun to look and make it a reality. Um, whether that's uh, involving milling on your Glock slide, or just uh, Cerakote, or even uh, stippling on your Glock receiver. This particular one. This is a uh, five-finger death punch Glock that I've been working on. So this one turned out really sweet, actually. But um, also, if you go to shyworks.com, you can use coupon code LSLF10. You get 10% off everything in your cart uh, from lasered mags to mag bases to back plates to patches, shirts. Uh, it's coupon code LSLF10. 10% everything off in your cart. So uh, go, and, go and check that out and give me a shout if you got any any ideas you want uh, Cerakoted? Yes, sir. We are also brought to you by Ballistic Imagery, photography, videography, and wall art for those of us that love freedom. Take your business to the next level by giving it the look it deserves. They can provide you with product photos for your website, images for an advertisement, content for your social, social media, or even film a commercial. Or if you're just looking to hang something on your walls, check out BallisticImagery.com and use code GEARSANDBEERS for 10% off your order. Ballistic Imagery, bulletproof quality. See for yourself on Facebook and BallisticImagery.com. Boy, I really butchered the fuck out of that introduction, boys. That was rough. That was a rough <laughs> one. What are you gonna Happens do? to the best of us. What are you going to do? I'm going to get drunk. That's, that's what I'm going to do. So what are you drinking there, Box? Whiskey. The old trusty 7-7. Of course. Of course. Box got through all those big words. Mm. I, I I kind of got through all those big words, Don. Yeah, you're you're really looking like my brother tonight. Tonight, there, Box. Mm. What's that fucking? He, what's that thing on your on your counter there, Sam? On your desk, in the corner. What? Oh, this bad boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, VZ Scorpion. Yeah, a little. Uh, what's a shoot? Seven six. Uh, Oops, 762 by 25 Toker Ev. 765, actually. Is it? It says 765, yeah. Huh. I but, thought yeah. they were a Toker Ev deal. But yeah, just a uh, little Cerakote work on it. Um, just uh, the back, he had this um, he had this this piece welded on so he can put a brace on it. Um, so I just need to Cerakote that. But cool little gun. Pretty sweet. I uh, never really messed with one of these before. It's basically just like, I mean, I haven't gotten to the internals, but it looks just like a mini AK. It's pretty badass. I enjoy it. I've been, I was actually looking for one of those, like 
less than a week ago on gun broker in like Atlantic farms. I was looking for kits. What do they go for? How much do you have? Any uh, the kits, the kits are usually like, um, $600 roughly, but I mean, you gotta, then you gotta try and source barrel and all right. kinds of other shit. So, right. Probably cost you 15, 1500 bucks to get one done. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Anything, uh, you guys do anything exciting today? Absolutely uh, not. I painted, painted guns. I did a, uh, what did I do today? Uh, a Coors banquet beer shotgun. <laughs> you know what I did today? What's that? I went to a board meeting at the library. Fascinating wow. shit right there, guys. For what? Uh, a job me and dad are trying to sell them on. Ah. Uh, actually, I got a, I got a, uh, a new EDC today. Uh, the Kaiser so Mini Sheepdog. No, it's actually a pretty, pretty cool little, uh, pretty cool little knife. I actually I saw the 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 bigger one online, but the bigger one's like two hundred and some bucks. So I'm like, nah, I'll just get the mini one. It's only like seventy. So I figured I could stomach that. But it's a pretty sweet little knife. I actually kind of like, like that one. Usually, I think your knives are stupid, but that one's all right. <laughs> yeah, and I wanted the all black, but the only all black one is the big one. So I just got like this Deadpool. Deadpool-esque uh, red anodized uh, <laughs> grips. It's pretty sweet. It's mm. pretty sweet. I like it. Don seems to be the only one here in the comments. Is there anyone else watching with us? Anybody? Yeah. Anybody at all? Not even Miles? Bueller? Bueller? Is, Is anybody there? There's <laughs> well, a, a few on the YouTubes. I know we're not that entertaining, but come on, just talk to us. Yeah, tell us what you're drinking. Tell us uh, what your favorite product is so far that you've seen come out of SHOT Show. Mm. Speaking of favorite products, how about we start with our least favorite favorite product? <laughs> what one's that? The old Franklin Armory binary trigger for the Glock. What do you guys <laughs> think about that? You guys already know what I think. It's so innovative. I think it's pretty cool, as Sam says. Uh, Don't you no. tell Sam, do you want to tell no, us about it? It's not. <laughs> um, well, if you're not, if you don't know what we're talking about, it is a uh, Franklin Armory. They have their binary trigger. Um, and what a binary trigger is essentially it's one pull uh, when you, or one shot when you pull the trigger, or one shot when you release the trigger. Um, and that's been an ARs and rifle platforms for a while. They just announced at SHOT Show um, that they have came out with one for a Glocks. Um, I think it's a Glock, Glock 19 or 17, 19, I believe. 17. Um, 17? Yes, sir. 17 Gen 3. Yep. So essentially what it is, um, you actually buy, it's not just the, the trigger for this. You have to buy the slide. As long, uh, the trigger comes with a slide, I should say. And then it has a selector, you know, similar to a Glock 18 on, on the side. Um, and then, so you can use it just in, in normal mode, you know, semi, and then you can flip it and it goes to binary function. Um, and the one they were shooting obviously had a brace on it or a stock. So it was technically, a, you know, SB, SBR, SB, whatever. Yeah, SBR. Um, but so, yeah, it's essentially just kind of, 
you know, you can shoot really, really fast with it. That's essentially what it is. There's not much, uh, not much need for it. It's all it is, is a, you know, a fucking cool, cool thing to have, I guess. We can't have Glock 18s. Uh, civilians can't have Glock 18s, I should say. So this is really, I guess, the next best, best thing. So kind of, kind of cool. I'm always, I'm always uh, open to cool shit like that, but I know you two hate it. It's just, it's just so goddamn useless. <laughs> it's not even like it. I'm all about practicality, and this thing is just no. <laughs> I I don't know. I'm not necessarily all about practicality. I like I, I like the effort that's put into items that are useful and not just like huh, that'll be fun at the range. I get it, but there's a place for those too. I mean you know, people can make money on that shit and people can buy it, just have fun. I get all that, but like we are, I feel like we're past the age of binary triggers at this point with the whole force reset trigger thing, let's go all out or get out. Like this binary shit F the binary mode. That's old news now, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> like, I mean, binary, binary never really, really caught on. I mean, it was, it was I, something for a while, but it, not for long. And it wasn't much of anything. It was mostly no, just. And I don't think it like the way they marketed it. And the beginning was quick follow-up shots, that quick double tap. Well, nobody in the competition world used them. I don't mm -hmm. even think you could use them. Could no, you? Probably not. I don't even think they were legal like in USPSA and like three gun matches and shit. So it was like they kind of marketed it towards, oh, for competitive shooters, quick double taps and this and that. And it's like nobody's using that shit at a at a match, you know? So I don't I in a pit like in it's one thing in a rifle, but in a pistol, it's gonna take a lot of work to use it effectively, I think. Cause Oh yeah. There's <laughs> and it's gonna be hard not to uh ruin your your trigger press with that because if you're training to use the the binary trigger then you're you, that's going to be a totally different trigger press than when you go back to just your regular regular trigger because with this binary trigger it's press it fire release fire whereas with a regular i mean some people at johnson i know johnson does it he he pins the trigger at least he did i don't know if he does anymore he would pin the trigger to the rear but when you're pressing the trigger, you press it and you release it while it's in recoil. Where in this, mm -hmm. it's just, I don't know. I feel like it'd be really hard to, it's such an inconsistent rate of fire that your, your finger is just fucking all over the place and you don't really know what you're doing with it. Yeah. And I like, I definitely, I still pin the trigger if I'm trying to shoot a really long ways with a pistol. Yeah or even a rifle, but if I'm trying to shoot fast, I don't necessarily pin the trigger, but if I'm like trying to take a really accurate shot, I'll pin the trigger. But yeah, I think like if I wanted to put this in, you know, like on my competition Glock 17, right. And we go out and run this, dude, I would be all over the fucking place. I'd be dangerous as hell whipping this thing around. fucking Right. Letting unknown fucking shots off. It would be tough. Cause I mean, yeah, like I was saying, you, I, I press the trigger and I release while it's in recoil. Well, I can't, <laughs> I'd be Accurately, releasing and yeah. it, it would be firing before I'm even ready. 
to yeah. fire again with this with this binary trigger and not just not I don't know. Really. To me, it seems like it's all about the mag dumps. Yep, shooting into dirt piles at beer cans and stuff. <laughs> yeah, right. That's, that's exactly really all what that, it is. That's <laughs> what yeah. it's for. Hundred percent. That's exactly what it's for. But I just don't, I don't think yeah. I don't get that. I, no, no, no. What do you mean you don't get it? That's the same reason for bump stocks. I know. I don't understand bump stocks either. <laughs> what do you what? mean you don't understand it? We can't have machine guns. Or civilian, most civilians can't afford uh, machine guns. I, I don't understand the because f- they're not useful for anything than firing into a fucking dirt pile. Right. They're not. I get yeah. it. I get. I get what both of you are saying. Sam, you're saying. This is this is our way of circumventing the law, and this is what we're trying to do to get as close as we can. And box, you're right. saying, yeah, but nobody uses it for anything other than shooting trash. Yeah, I'm. So the, I get I get both sides of it. It's I'm in the process of building a legal machine gun, and I ain't gonna do jack shit other than shoot trash with that either. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest here. That sounds like a, a worthy. Uh, spending expenditure of $500 a year. <laughs> right. Fucking A. Yeah, damn right it does. I pay $500 a year to shoot garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Waste <laughs> ammo and shoot trash. <laughs> Let's be honest. It's totally fucking worth it. I don't even care. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. So we were having discussions. I think I feel like we've talked about this before too is just having having a need for everything that you buy like does it have a use or did i just get it because i want it yeah i i'm a i'm very much i buy shit because i want it yeah you know are you sure (laughs) yeah but it's not like i don't buy just like frivolous stupid shit you know too much for the most part Mm. He really laid it on thick too much for the most part, which means I absolutely do. I mean, I do, but I don't, I don't know. But back to this thing, the force reset is better. So I think once we get there, it will be better, but the binary. Yeah. Yeah. It's innovative. Cause it's the first time anybody's done one. Like, you know, forced reset or binary for a pistol. So I'll give them credit to that. Um, but yeah, the, the one thing that does suck is that you do have to, um, buy their slide with it versus, um, some of the other stuff like the drop in auto sears and shit for Glocks. You'll see that actually go in place of the back plate. Mm-hmm. Do you, Which, do you have to, or not? I, I I was I watched a video a few minutes before we started. I don't remember. I thought he said you, they gave you the option to, or no, you have to. You have to. I think it's I think it's required for it to run. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, the, the selector is actually into the side of the slide. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they said I think he said what that costs nine hundred dollars. That's I, what they're guessing MSRP is going to be. Oof. Mm. Hard pass for me, bud. Oof. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, it is what it is. I'll go to I'll go to a indoor range and rent a Glock 18 for 30 minutes for a hundred bucks and call it a day if that's you know. Yeah. Like because if I'm just gonna shoot into garbage anyway, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I I one comment I think I it feels like I kept seeing it was 
people were saying because shooting range ceilings don't get shot enough. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's going to be the fucking case with this thing. Valid yep. point. <laughs> Valid point. All right. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Sam has a collection of knives saying, yes, he totally needed this. Of course, I, I hey, I, these are tools. I use these every single day of my life. All of them? <laughs> yes. <laughs> every last one yep. of them. If I don't use it at the end of the day, I go and cut something with it just to say I used it that day. <laughs> well, hey, as long as you're not leaving them neglected. That's right. That's right. You don't <laughs> use it, you lose it. <laughs> Well, should we should we move on? Yep. <laughs> Carry on. Okay. Um, well, I guess you're going to tell us I didn't intend on doing this, making you talk twice in a row, Sam, but I guess that's how it's going to work out. The Ghost Gunner 3, the 0%. Tell us about that. Yeah. Um, I think this is going to be the same sort of thing. You two, got, you two guys on one side and me on the other. Yeah. Um, mm but eh, not is, so much this is a pretty cool little deal if you're not familiar with the ghost gunner um this came out years ago on uh, the original ghost gunner and basically what that did uh was took your 80 percent lower and and milled it for you um so it milled the trigger pocket so on and so forth you know um but they've since updated it there was a, the first ghost gunner, then the second, and they're on to the third one, actually. And that one came out, I believe the third one came out last year, much quicker. You could end, you could end up milling out the trigger pocket in something like a half an hour, something like that. But with this push to, um, basically get rid of 80 percenters, uh, they have since made it possible to mill an 80% from a block of aluminum which is, or excuse me, mill an AR lower from a block of aluminum, which is fucking cool because they can outlaw a lot of shit, but they can't outlaw blocks of aluminum. Um, and it's not, it's not just what you think it is. Essentially what you're doing is you're milling uh, the trigger control pocket and part of the mag well, and then you buy um, the, uh, the piece that the receiver extension screws into as well as uh the lower part of uh where your your trigger guard and the bottom part the mag well is the and, mag that, well. and that all that all bolts together and and basically creates one piece um and these two these two are questioning the integrity of such a such a deal but you have to understand um why they did it um that way is because there is so much machine work that goes into you know the trigger guard area and especially the receiver extension and and all of that stuff there's so much machining that goes in there so what they're doing here is they sell you those pieces separate you buy uh, a chunk of aluminum 25 bucks you mill that part out and then you buy the rest of that kit that all finishes it together and the nice thing about this is there's no background checks. There's nothing. It's, it's just, you buy this shit and it ships your house. You can finish it. Um, so I, I think they were saying along the lines of three hours, something like that. And you can have, um, a fully milled, uh, AR lower. Um, and this is, uh, this company, if I didn't men mention as defense distributed, 
they started, you know, way back in the day with 3D printer printing. They were the ones that made the original Liberator 3D printed pistol. Um, so that's just kind of where they've came from. Um, but I am totally on board with this. I think this is a this is a very it's a genius. It's to me, I feel like it's a genius solution to a problem that Americans are facing. So I'm I, I applaud this, like I always say. Um, but I, this is this is extremely cool. I find this extremely awesome. What do you guys What do you guys think about this? I want to. You said we were questioning the integrity of it and why they and why they why they did it. I understand we understand why they did it. Mm-hmm. No, I know. I was saying I was explaining that to um other folks. I yeah, we get I understand that I understand the need for the process would be so the machining process would be so complex that it would be hard to do for the price that they do it at and the size machine that they do it at to do the entire thing. So yeah, they take the complicated shit on the bottom, make it a separate bolt-on piece as well as the buffer tube extension, and make it a bolt-on piece. We're talking the structural integrity as far as um, just having separate pieces and fastening it mechanically with a you know with a piece of hardware. And the problem with fastening anything with hardware, especially on a firearm, as we all know, shit vibrates loose, you know, things get loose or fasteners break or, you know, and that's the only thing is, you know, you're taking something that's supposed to be one solid piece and, you know, rigid and you now open up the door for possible problems. I think, one important part of this is it's they're not this isn't something they offer because they're they want people to be able to make their own absolutely perfect fucking lowers this is this is a fight against gun control is the entire purpose yeah. behind defense distributed that's why they mm-hmm. exist and mm-hmm. then there's with the threat of of 80% being outlawed this year that's that's what they're doing here. Then this is this is just the step between milling eighty percent with their last model and milling complete lowers in their next right. model. Well, next one or two models, however long it may be. Yep. And um, I didn't bring that up, but Box, as Box pointed out, the possibility of eighty percenters becoming um, not illegal, but serialized this this year um the government is pushing this nonsense and this is why they did this so i mean like i said they can't outlaw outlaw a chunk of aluminum but uh, also i didn't mention how big this thing is it is a desktop cnc you know so it's you know yay wide and it i don't know it looks like a foot and a half and it's a desktop it sits on top of your desk and it goes for 20 i believe 2500 bucks something like that which for a functional CNC, I know that sounds like a lot of money, but for a functional CNC machine, um, and you can do 1911s, you can do polymer 80s, you can do uh, uh, all sorts of different things. I believe it's an open source project, so you can basically mill whatever you want in there, get G-code for it, and you're good to go. Um, so, yeah, um, between, between this and 3D printing, what's the point 
I mean, in the next few years, this technology is just going to keep growing and keep growing. And this bullshit gun control, it doesn't, it doesn't stand a chance. There's, I mean, technology is advancing so fast that, uh, this, this stuff is going to keep on growing and it's all as, as box mentioned, it's the fight against gun control. It's about freedom. And I, it's to put it, I think it's fucking awesome. I'm, I'm all for this shit. I actually, I came very close to buying one, uh, last year. I, I almost put in my deposit. I had something yeah, to say, I'm, but I lost it. I definitely agree. I mean, I understand that it's definitely a, like box said, it's not about creating the next highest quality billet lower and things like that. And it's about, um, I'm definitely not knocking this product for being multiple pieces. It just, like I said, it's just an area of concern that I have is, you know, building a lower in three pieces is obviously, in my opinion, going to be the less desirable than a single piece lower. Sure. Right. So, sure. And like you said, in the, in subsequent models, I'm sure that they, that they will go to, okay, you order a piece of aluminum this big, go to Amazon, you can get aluminum chunks this big. That's what you get. And it goes, you know, but for now, I guess, I mean, this is definitely, you know, a step in the right direction. So you were, yeah. you were saying, uh, this kind of negates does away with, with gun control, Sam, which and I know what, I know what you're saying, but also on the flip side of that, things like this also push them to push for more control, not necessarily gun control, but overall control i mean they're gonna want to fucking regulate blocks of aluminum after this yeah i agree i agree and there's um i was was just uh thinking this the other day what the topic we're going to talk about shortly people people were posting uh videos of themselves shooting um their their rare breed uh triggers you know uh, basically simulated full auto guys were posting oh we should you shouldn't be showing that shit you shouldn't be posting that uh, no yeah I, I i believe that we absolutely should we shouldn't be hiding we should not be hiding this stuff this should be this should be out there this should be explained the laws should be explained this stuff should be this just should be common knowledge to everybody you know and granted you're always going to have those people that are going to say outlaw that shit outlaw you can't outlaw a cnc i mean right you can't outlaw a chunk of aluminum. They're going to try. And, and like box, I completely agree with you. Like, yes, they're going to fucking try. I guarantee that they go after uh, this company. They already have actually the United States government went after this, these guys, uh, when they were just publishing their 3d print files online, there was a massive fight about this. Um, and you know, whether they were using, uh, international treaties to say that this shit could not be published online and they, the government lost, they, the, this company won defense distributed one and were allowed to publish the material back online because it is simply information. And, you know, you can't, the, he who controls the information controls, you know, everything and uh we can't let that we can't we can't forget that we got to keep pushing and, and keep pushing the envelope yeah i'm uh i'm very close to pulling the trigger on a 3d printer myself just for 
shits and giggles. I think it's, I, I'm just going to have fun with it. Uh, learn, um, and, and further the help, help, help push the envelope. Hopefully we'll see. Yeah, you're going to 3d print so many butt plugs. Definitely <laughs> send them right to you. <laughs> Drop them off at the house. Need a new product tester. <laughs> I'm sure you could, I'm sure you could mill aluminum ones with this, uh, with this ghost gunner as well. You know, if you're into that sort of thing, uh, I don't know. It might be tough with this one. <laughs> might be a little bit rough, not a real smooth finish on these ones. You're going to have to lot, do a lot of filing, make her smooth. <laughs> Boy. Um, you did mention the price. Um, yep. You didn't mention the price of the build kit and the start. The build kit, just for those anybody wondering, is eighty five dollars. That's the that's the the lower lower as they call it, or the magwell and the buffer tower. The lower lower. <laughs> that's, oh god. That's, that's that's what it's listed as. Or you can buy the zero percent starter kit, or not. Or this is what you need. Actually, it's the jigs, the metal jigs for this. That is two hundred ninety-five dollars. So you'll be you'll have about twenty-eight, twenty-nine hundred dollars into this yeah. to uh to start milling from zero percent. Yeah, it's uh, I like I said, I was I was very close to buying one, but now I think I might. I'm not sure what I'll do yet. I might I'm I might go the route of just a just a normal CNC, whether it's a mini CNC or something, but um, just have a little bit more options, but I could definitely see this being, I'm, I'm curious how, ma how many they've actually sold. I know it's a decent amount, but I'd be, I'd be really interested to hear the number of that. I don't think it's probably not too many. I mean, they have the number listed on the site, how many they have available. So I'm sure they're not moving through thousands and thousands at a time. Oh, I'm, I'm not like sure. a couple hundred. Uh, or I'm sure. Only a couple hundred available left, I think. Yeah, and it's and I understand. I mean, it's hard to justify buying, uh, you know, that throwing that sort of money um, at, you know, at at a hobby. Um, but they you can you can do. I mentioned a few guns you can do: AR fifteen, three hundred eights, AR nines, forty fives, AR AR zero zero. What would that be? That's just what they're calling it. Okay. AK-47, polymer 80s, 1911s. You can engrave and then skeletonize um, uh, AR lowers as well. So, um, and, and this is kind of like, I mean, if you're going to buy a CNC, this is kind of going to get you in the door a little bit, kind of teach you about it, um, you know, as far as G-code and stuff like that a little bit. Um, it's kind of an entry-level deal because if you're going to buy an actual CNC, you're going to spend thousands upon thousands. I mean, I what five upwards of 10 yeah. yeah just for i mean let's like starter low-end shit so um this is uh definitely a, a way to get your foot in the door for or for less than oodles and oodles of cash josh says the problem is the only ones heard are the liberal liberal left that oppose it ever major every major media or social networking platform We'll push the liberal left agenda and make the guys like us out enjoying things like this look like a radical terrorist that could hurt people. Yeah, pretty much. We're all fucking terrorists. 
why we all need to speak out. We like guns, so we're fucking terrorists. We like defending ourselves and what we what we love, so we're terrorists. You know, I, I was thinking today, you'd be surprised how many people have stopped me, like people that I've never spoken to really in my life, just random people that run into me. I'm friends with them on Facebook or whatever. Just even little little old ladies you would never expect say, hey, I love what you say on Facebook. Absolutely. You, you, you keep it up, you know, and never, they've never liked it, never commented, absolutely nothing. And I'm just like, if everybody that told me that shit would speak up for themselves and and push this, you know, we'd be a a lot better off than where we are, but I don't know. Uh, Anyways, a lot of the shit you've post on Facebook, uh, it's rather questionable. Pretty yeah. stupid, if you ask me. What are you gonna do? We <laughs> better keep on moving, though. We got a lot to this show box. It's fine. We got time. We got we got an hour left. But fine. I'm not scared. Yeah, I got. I could. I got Unless... a whole. I got a whole bottle of Seagrams left, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys watch last thing on this? Did you guys watch the the GG three? zero percent video release like the i watched like i don't think i watched it all it was uh, it was very weird i don't know what they were going for it was very weird yeah it was it was different i think cody wilson's a different duck but i didn't quite understand what the uh what the whole video thing was going for but it was interesting yeah i think he's an odd dude Delivering freedom, though. That's all right. Dylan says Jack and Coke. He must have just started watching at the beginning or something. Oh, yeah. Welcome, Dylan. Hi, Dylan. (laughs) If you're still watching a half an hour into the show. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, we should move on. Uh, Next up is a new release from Hollison called the SCS or the Solar Charging Site. He said yes. I'm I'm confused about what's going on with you, Dylan. Are you watching live or not? <laughs> Anyways, this is a new red dot from Hollison. Obviously, this is entirely solar charged. There's no external battery. The battery is integrated. It comes fully charged from Hollison and lasts about twenty thousand hours. It uh it takes seven days to completely charge from a fully dead state. But it uses that, it's like a trickle charge, obviously, to kind of preserve the the battery's life. Uh, There's one button for on-off and changing the reticle, and that reticle is a 2MOA dot or a 32MOA circle with a 2MOA dot. And this site sits low enough that you can use your factory sites with it, which I thought was pretty nice. I mean, I should have, I didn't think to get an actual picture of this thing. I actually had a picture of the ghost gunner. Wow. I am off my game tonight. Anyways, (laughs) if you see a picture of this thing, it's actually really, it's a nice looking red dot because one thing they've done for this, it's not just one, one red dot for everything. They actually design a red dot for the the specific gun that it's that it's built for not there so there's no plate system for the one they released now i think maybe it's a prototype i'm not sure they released it for the glock 48 and there's slide serrations on it so it 
blends in perfectly with the slide. It sits super, super low. It looks really good. And they're going to do that for several other guns. I think there's like Smith and Wesson, CZ, uh, IWI Masadas, a few others too, I think, but I can't remember. I thought that was, that was awesome. But the big thing about this is it's auto adjust only when it comes to brightness. And a lot of mm -hmm. people don't really like that, but it seems to be actually what I hear so far is it's above and beyond anything that we've seen when it comes to auto adjust. Aaron Cowan, who is kind of the, uh, the red dot guy. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's the authority when it comes to fucking red dots. If a red dot comes out, people wait for him to do a test on it. It's, mm -hmm. it's it's Sage Dynamics on YouTube. If you're curious, he does all the all the red dot tests. Pretty much, people look up to him. He's a smart dude, and he knows what he's talking about. I came across a post of his on a comment on Facebook. He says it's the smartest auto adjust I've ever seen. Super intuitive because it has multiple photoreceptors that communicate with each other. Been using one for about a year now. Low, no light, and daylight. You don't even notice the transition. So that sounds that sounds pretty awesome to me, where it's just constantly at the brightness that you need and you don't notice a transition. That sounds pretty freaking promising. Right. And that's how they should be. I mean, with the amount of technology that we have, it's pretty unbelievable that we haven't had an auto-adjusting site that actually works yet, mm -hmm. you know? So I think they're taking a step in the right direction. And I think this will only lead to other products of theirs and competitors products that are going to have better auto adjusting brightness. No more, no more jamming buttons to try and change your brightness on your red dot when you're, you know, walking from inside a building to outside into clear, you know, bright sunlight. And right. No more messing with it. A lot of people were questioning how good it would work with, with weapon lights. Supposedly it works great with that because there's, as he said, there's photo photoreceptors all around this thing. They're on the back. They're on the front. They're detecting the light that's in the front of you. So if you're in a dark house and you're looking out towards a street light or something like that, it, it knows the lighting that's that's going on with you. It knows your, your situation. It knows how to adjust. I don't know. I'm pretty... This is actually a red dot that... I'm actually excited about. Mm -hmm. I will, if it turns out to be like a, a everything red, they say it is. Yeah, if it's if it's a durable red dot site and it's good enough for conceal carry, I think this will probably be the one that I dive into when I finally fucking get the money to, to do so. <laughs> when I'm yeah. not a poor anymore. Um, how long until you think there's a? primary arms ACSS reticle version. Because <laughs> I'm guessing it won't be long. I don't know. Because I think they come out of the same factory. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I they believe. Do. I believe. Um, and I, I'm not going to lie. I think that ACSS Vulcan reticle that they came out with on like some of the other hollow sun red dots red dots is a really really good idea and i think that it would work well on something like this i don't know how how useful is that going to be on a pistol site though well that's what they 
that's what they developed it for. That was the one that had like the 150 MOA ring. So if you go to draw and you weren't automatically lined up, you would kind of see the edge of the circle and just immediately know, instead of like pivoting your gun around, trying to find the red dot, oh, okay. just kind of directed you to where, because when you had a, the correct sight picture and the dot was centered in the window, you couldn't see the circle. Mm -hmm. It was bigger than the actual window, but when you were off a little bit, you could see and just your mind instinctively knows how to get to the middle of the circle. So it would, you would just know how to tilt the gun to get a proper sight picture. So it's less for ranging as it's normally used for and more for Yeah, it's not an ACSS in the terms of, right. It's not an ACSS in the terms of ranging and BDC as okay. getting a proper sight picture for newer red dot shooters, basically. Um, but the, I think the most impressive feature about this is that they're building it per manufacturer. So it's going to be a Glock MOS specific site mm -hmm. to where there's no plates required, no, you know, no plates or adjustments or, you know, adapters. It just sits low in the slide in place of that plate. And it matches the serrations. Now you want one for uh, Smith and Wesson M&P. You get that specific model. It matches the slide serrations. It sits down flat, low in the slide. I mean, the fact that they're doing one specifically for each manufacturer really, I, mean, I think, is kind of the coolest. The coolest part about all this. I mean, it's so small and meaningless but actually matching slide serrations it just for some reason it takes it to the next level for me oh, i mean yeah. it's nothing but aesthetics yeah. but it's it just looks like they did so much more work and they care mm -hmm. so much more about it i don't know just yep. a sleeker look <laughs> sam you're quiet what do you think about it boys uh this podcast may be turning into like hardcore house and fanboys I've been thinking about that lately about buying Chinese and like, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I know I just said that this would be the site that I might but buy what other into, options but are there? that's the tough part. You know, the only other option, there's other options, but there's nothing that really lives up to actually, um, Chacho Eatech announced a new, a new um option what what the heck was that called um the eflex mini like eflex mini yeah i'm sure that'll be 1300 dollars so no no it's it wasn't that it was another one hold on let me one sec pull up the slack i put it in there it was called the uh aimpoint duty rds they're they're billing us as the duty. less expensive less yeah, but expensive that's... red dot that's a that's a rifle red dot too, though. right? But the reason I bring this up is they're billing it as the less expensive aim point. Well, MSRP is still five hundred dollars, which they already you know, have an aim point pro that's five hundred dollars. So what's right, the difference? My point is, my point is, the reason I brought this up is aim points clearly feeling the the pressure know, the pressure to bring down prices and bring people what they want. Um, which was why they probably brought out this, uh, well, that site you just mentioned, the, the pistols EOTech site. That's you know why? You know why I think Aimpoint is feeling the pressure? 
Why is that? Because they're not on any government contracts anymore. That would definitely that would definitely right. they they just switched to I know the army for sure just switched to the Sig Tango one to six as the standard infantry optic. They got away from ACOGs and like aim points and stuff, and that's they're transitioning to all uh LPVOs. They're all going one to sixes. So aim points like oh fuck, we don't even have a foot in the game anymore we need to start selling some shit on the city side yeah and frankly i think it's going to be extremely hard for trigicon to compete in in the in the civilian market there's no like i am not gonna cough up the kind of money for an 8.t1 that they're asking what are those seven eight hundred nine hundred dollars yeah i think the fucking insane t2s the new t2s are 800 to 850 dollars and from a, a purely civilian mindset why would why would they anybody cough up that amount of money when Hollison right. and, uh, and a couple other manufacturers are getting quality that's I wouldn't yeah. say on par with them. I don't know if it is or not, but comparable. From what I've heard, like the Hollison 515, like the 515 titanium housing is basically on par with an Aimpoint T2, and they're like five hundred dollars, right? Four to five hundred bucks, right? So, so it's like for half the cost, you're getting virtually the same product. Yeah. And it's. And Box mentioned having the difficulties about buying a Chinese um, product. But, you know, at the end of the day, um, it's capitalism and uh, supply and demand. And if Hollison's kicking everybody's ass, guess what? The American manufacturers are going to step up their game and, and, and lower prices and do what they have to do. And so not only that, but they, if you offer two very competitive products and the American made option is literally double the price. And it's, I mean, we're not talking $10 versus $20 here. We're talking $300 versus 600 or 500 versus a thousand. When you're talking hundreds of dollars of difference, yep. most Americans who don't have a shitload of money are going to pick the cheaper option every time, especially if it's even closely comparable. So, I mean, even if there's 75% of the product that like an EOTech or an Aimpoint that is made in the U S is, it's still half the cost. So if I can get three quarters of the quality for half the cost, sounds like a bargain to me, you know? Yep. And that's, Unfortunately, that's the way it is. But Sam, to your point, yes, that will drive the cost of American manufacturers down, if at all possible, or they'll go the way of the dodo because they won't be able to keep up. But when will it drive prices down? I mean, Hollison has been doing this for years now, and Trigicon doesn't seem to fucking get it. There's Trigicon just, won't. I think they're... All these companies are just fucking like, nope, we're going to keep doing the same shit. Hollison seems to be the only company out there really doing anything different and the only creating focusing quality. on budget yeah did you guys i mean see there's vortex? a handful others too but you guys see yeah. vortex won an army uh army contract mm -hmm. i don't remember exactly what it was for um i thought that was interesting i know the sig one sig tango won the one to or like the one to six army infantry stuff i don't remember what let me see if I can find what tapping away there. Tap, 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 tap. Yeah, sorry. Mechanical <laughs> keyboards and all. 
Uh, Vortex XM157 won the uh, U.S. Army's next-gen squad weapon fire control procurement program selected and set to be the next... Uh, let me see. Yeah, I don't know. A, it's it's a wild looking son of a bitch. So that's the one that's got like the built in ballistic calculator and shit on top of it and everything. Yeah, um, and Vortex uh, is a. It's my understanding. It's an Amer American manufacturer, but they made they're made in China apparently. Mm -hmm. I don't think that counts Which, as an American manufacturer. Then I mean, yes, but I mean that's. That's a good majority of, of what's going on and anymore. So, but yeah, anyways, overall, I think, I think in the long run, yes, Hollison's kicking everybody's ass right now. I, it looks like, um, but in the long run, I think eventually American companies will get it and, and, and become more competitive. I think, I don't know. Wait, this is, I don't a, know if they this will. is a very fluid contract that they signed 10 year. Vortex won the 10-year fixed-price contract worth a minimum of $20 million, but with a maximum ceiling value of $2.7 billion for production and delivery of up to 250,000 units. Yeah, pretty <laughs> So pretty this contract is there. worth either $20 million or $2.7 billion. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fuck it up, Vortex. That reminds me, did you... I saw something about, I didn't even bother reading it. Uh, something about the, the next generation squad weapons being available to, to civilians. Um, SIG was releasing theirs. SIG released theirs, but the MSRP was like eight grand. No way. Yeah. Boy, how? Um, and see if I can find that too. But yeah, SIG's, SIG is looking like the leader i don't know if they've actually selected the winner of that deal yet but sig is releasing theirs to the civilian market and uh yeah the msrp that they shared was pretty hefty being yeah. being um, sig i'm surprised they even gave the msrp right uh, speaking of uh, releasing shit to the civilian market, Cerakote uh, actually just released their, uh, they got their, their Gen 2 Cerakote. And what this is, is for like uh, night vision shit. And uh, up until now, this is nothing great and super, but up until now, this has only been available to the law enforcement and military for like night vision shit. So when the weapons are coded in it, it's, it really, really reduces the, you know, I don't even know what you call it the obviousness it, through night vision that you have a weapon. Um, it's kind of interesting shit. I don't know how it works, but kind of cool stuff. I kind of know what you're talking about. Kind of this, uh, saw something from T-Rex arms a while back about how clothing looks through yep. night vision as well. Mm -hmm. Like even black mm -hmm. clothing will show up brighter. It depends on what kind of fabric or whatever it's made of. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. Same general and deal. I've noticed that uh, a lot of like finishes, like black finishes on anodized parts and Cerakoted parts and stuff like that. A lot of that stuff looks different under night vision too. Like you'll see just, it's two black anodized parts 
but then you see them in moonlight under night vision and they're like one almost looks like blue shiny and the other you can't hardly see so there's big differences in product finishes and you know like you say clothes and materials and all kinds of things like that lots of shit we never think about yeah, I'm just I'm curious why the change though, because Cerakote, ever since I've been applying Cerakote five, six years now, it's always just been government only. And now all of a sudden you're just like, okay, you guys can have this now. I wonder why they I'm curious. They, might have, they might have had a contract, an exclusivity deal. That could be. That could be either that or they just the, came out with something way better and now the government's getting that and we're getting the <laughs> yeah hand me down. Well, this shit now we got something way the cool. government actually uh developed this new Cerakote that we're selling them that is invisible and <laughs> you guys can have the black shit that's fine <laughs> yep Developed an invisibility cloak for the government. Is, you guys can have this. This is literally cloaking, Cerakote. You guys can have the night vision shit. <laughs> That's going to be a motherfucker when you lose your gun. Yeah. A real. You got to keep it on one of those. You got to keep it on one of those leashes on your belt. You know, like the uh, like the the army makes them do with their with their pistols, pistols or whatever. Yep. <laughs> keep them on a lanyard. Keep them tethered. Fuck. Well, should we move on? Yep. Sure. Rare Breed is in the news again. Did anybody what? want to talk about this? or did, I, I forget who. I don't have names. Yeah, so uh, Rare Breed, oh, yeah. back in the news, um, I don't believe they're a shot show. And this wasn't like a big public release. This wasn't the way they intended to release it. Um, but they've released a three position or they are releasing a three position force reset trigger. So rare breed will be releasing the FRT E3. Um, and supposedly in the next six weeks ish is what they're pushing for. Um, from the owner here, I wasn't going to post this for a while, but now that Tommy triggers, which is a competing company, um, has made a three position force reset trigger available today. I feel compelled to get this posted now. With all the copying going on, last thing he wants is to have someone call them a copycat for this other trigger. So they've been in development, design and development, um, and testing with this new three position safety force reset trigger for a while. They weren't planning on releasing it for a while. And this other company decided to release theirs. So they wanted to get theirs publicly released as well. Um, he also went on to say that they were going to speak with this other company who released a three position trigger um, about patent infringement as well. And they've already got a case out against Big Daddy Unlimited and wide open triggers or wide open firearms. And they got um, an injunction. And they got they've an got injunction on them. Yeah, and they've got, I mean, already the fight they've got with the ATF and the DOJ um, on their existing triggers. So they basically said, you know, we hope that these people just quit selling their shit so we don't have to fight with them legally too, because we're already fighting, you know. Um, at a couple of fronts legally. So, but basically what this new trigger is, is 
what everybody asked for from the beginning with these forced reset triggers is a third position. Um, the biggest complaint that everybody had was there was no true uh, single fire semi-automatic function of this. It was based on the speed of your finger to be able to pop a shot off and get your finger off the trigger, basically. And that was, I think, probably its biggest downfall, other than obviously the spring binding and geometry issues on the locking bar that they had in the beginning. Um, but yeah, I mean, they kind of took everybody's criticism in stride and made what everybody wanted. So um, hopefully they will be out in the next six ish weeks. Um, but I'm thinking the pricing is going to be right around that $500 mark, which is steep for a trigger, but it will have a um, proprietary safety with it as well. I would believe. Oh, the, um, the Tommy triggers, there's just, there's just running 550. So I'd yeah. imagine FRT would be right around there. Yeah. I would guess I'm not, somewhere. I'm, I'm not heard of this Tommy triggers. What the hell is this? Either do we haven't either. Um, I did some research on them. I looked up their page and stuff. I mean, they got a nice looking front page. I will say when you get right to their homepage, but it's, uh, it's definitely, definitely a smaller company. I would say, um, it's actually hard to find their website because everything just redirects you to Timney triggers. Boys, <laughs> those, those are some big tits. <laughs> that is a that is a nice and they even re, fucking a they even they even even named it frt 15 mm-hmm. yeah like seriously use some fucking imagination and and generally shit like this like i'm not a huge fan of patents and all that bullshit but this shit when rare breed is fighting with the a the atf and dumping so much money into that and then these fucking wannabe dickheads come along and just blatantly knock off their shit that that slightly that irritates me and the funny thing is when i was looking at these tommy triggers that looks more like patent direct copies than the wide open trigger does the wide open trigger has like a locking bar like for the locking bar there's a stop pin so where it can't over travel and the the spring is actually on like a guide rod. Like they changed some shit to fix the fuck ups of what was binding and pinching springs and shit in the FRT. These guys looks just like, well, we had the same people make the shit, but we laser etched Tommy triggers on the side instead of rare breed and called it a day. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. They got, they got several one, I mean, they got two or three other triggers, um, AR mm-hmm. triggers. So, I mean, maybe they've been around for a little bit, apparently, but that's that's all they got. They got a couple triggers on their website and then these these FRT-15 triggers. So, I don't know. Yeah, I, maybe this is their way of getting their name out there. They knew really? if they, if they uh, built something that infringed on a patent, it would come out in the in the media. It would rare breed would come after them with a lawsuit. Their name would get out there. People would be like, who the fuck are these people? They would look them up. 
And then they maybe they, they could just be like, okay, we'll stop making this fucking trigger. Maybe they made <laughs> what five of these triggers just to get some attention from rare breed and. I mean, right. pretty pretty doubtful that they just made a handful of fucking triggers just to get their attention, but I mean, people... Yeah. I mean, obviously, none of us here heard of them. Maybe they're more well-known than we realize, but... I will say, though, if this... Uh, the chick on the, on the homepage is the owner, I take everything back. <laughs> <laughs> I highly doubt that. Mm-hmm. But so my question is back to the rare breed. Is this, uh, I mean, we're up until this point, everything, you know, the binaries, bump stocks, um, you know, all this bullshit we've been talking about, even, even the original rare breed has just been based essentially a novelty. Um, I mean, is this, uh, this three position one more than a novelty? Is it something that could be, could, could, I think so. You know, be useful. I think so. And I think it makes it a lot easier for people to justify uh, spending that much. Yeah. Justify it. And it gives you a lot more training opportunities. So you want to talk about managing recoil, let that bitch run. You'll learn you, <laughs> that your recoil management may not quite be there. You know, your stance right. may not be right. You're, you know, and I think it just gives, not only is it fun, it also gives you more training opportunities, I think. Yeah, I think I, I'm going to try and snag one of these. I'm going to try and grab one of these uh, right away. I'm sure they're going to sell mm -hmm. like fucking 0.2 seconds, so I doubt I will. But I'm going to try and get my hands on one um, just to just to play with it. Um and I'm sure, I don't know how long ATS going to declare this shit a machine gun, which, you know, whatever. I'm an SLT, so fuck you, ATF. But So you get to I pay an extra $200 for it? No. How I does just, that I would, work? I, I would, uh, being as I was an, I'm an SLT, essentially I just register it. Um, and there's no, there's no, um, I'm tax exempt, exempt essentially. Okay. So. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Box, what do you think? Is it is it a legitimate uh, option or is it still just a novelty? I wouldn't call it a novelty. No, I think it's a step in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, it's much better how, than the. I mean, we have one fifteen fucking second video of how it works. So, mm -hmm. gonna have to see a little bit more to form a real opinion on it. But yeah, if it's if it functions like it's like it should be, and it's, I don't know. It could be, yeah. I don't think it's a novelty anymore. I would really like to see more uh, saw builds come out of this. Right. I want a fucking saw, but I want it on an AR lower. Yeah, what's the point of a saw that's freaking semi, just plainly semi-auto? Like, why? The, who the hell would spend right. that kind of money on? Well, and like you that? can't, and that's the th that's the other thing is like really the only thing that you have comparable is like the fight light uppers that are like right. eight thousand dollars to yeah, get a bell fed upper. Ridiculous. So I just want like a saw heat shield, heavy barrel, fixed bipod upper for an AR. So I put a hundred round beta mag in that bitch. Let her eat. 
<laughs> on one of these triggers, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, because realistically, what is a out here at my place? What is a full auto gun or a very fast shooting semi-auto gun? What is it good for? What do you, I mean, what's the saw used for? Suppressive fire, right? So you need a heavy barrel for the heat. Sure. ARs aren't really good at sustained high rates of fire. That's what the saw is good for. So let's start building some are you planning heavy on barrel the, saw. Are, are you planning on having the fucking commies and invade the LSLF range or what? What's uh no, but I want something that I'm not going to have to replace the barrel on after I run that son of a bitch for a hundred rounds wide open. Yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah. So, um, also what do you guys, obviously, you know, there was the pre the news last week that, uh, wide open triggers and rare breed was rated by the ATF. That was in fact, false information. John, what's his name? John Crump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, was fed, was fed false <clears throat> information. He says from three separate sources, um, kind of an interesting deal going on there, but anyway, it was false. Rare breed came out right away with the story and, you know, wasn't real happy about the whole thing and refuted it. But don't you think like rare breed has been selling these, like I get a notification every other fucking day says we just put 200 on the website. We're still selling them. They're selling the shit out of these, you know, they're pumping them out as fast as they can. Why has the ATF not clamped down on them yet? Or do you think they're they're trying to knuffle some fucking bullshit way to figure out how to do it? I think because they stood up to them. I mean, that's they, never stopped them before. Nobody's ever really stood up to them before. I mean, Rare Breed was just like, no, fuck you, and they have the lawyers to back them up. A lot of companies. Right don't really take the time or put in the effort to do that. Or these guys, they have a natural mission. They created this thing with a fucking mission. They didn't just create the, this FRT with, to make some money. They had, there was the thought in there to fight the ATF from the fucking beginning. And that's what they're doing. And the ATF, I don't know. It's tough to say. I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked that the ATF hasn't done anything to them yet. I truly am. I mean, other than the initial, you know, uh, volley of what happened, I'm shocked that they haven't came back down on them. Um, but on the good, on the, on the, on the bright side, rare breed has a law on their side. This is, you can't read this, um, in any other way because there's nothing in that fucking law that says what a machine gun is that says it can't be a force reset. It says eat one function of the trigger and back and forth. That's a fucking function. Hell, the ATF even allows binary triggers back and forth. They're saying one function, you know, back is one forward is one function. So you can't say that back and forward and back again is one fucking function. Like it doesn't, it doesn't work that way. Like they've backed themselves into a corner and I think they know it. And granted, there's going to do something fucking stupid. I guarantee you that. I don't know what it is yet. But it's 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 very interesting that they haven't they haven't tried to try to raid them yet. But the ATF we'll doesn't. You said you don't know what it is yet. The ATF doesn't even know what it is yet. They're gonna wake yeah. up tomorrow and be like, "Hmm, yeah, this sounds right. like some great bullshit. Let's run with this." And 
<laughs> yeah, that's what I was just gonna say. They're sleeping on it. They'll come up with something fucking. They're you know sitting around snorting cocaine, trying to think up with some think up some stupid fucking idea. They always got somebody writing bullshit. Pretty much. Hear that, ACF? You're a bunch of fucking commies. You suck. From, from we don't heard, like your uh, kind around here. <laughs> I'm gonna get raided tomorrow. <laughs> from what I've heard, uh, John Crump kind of. Uh, was a little bit over it after as much hate after he caught a bunch of hate for being wrong on the whole ATF raid thing. Cause he was the one who, you know, sounded the alarm and uh, yep. got a lot of people riled up and he, he claims he got set up, but it was his fault. According to his YouTube channel, he's got a video that says I was set up. I got set up, but it was my fault. And I haven't watched it yet, but I don't know. This dude, it, what it kind of sounded like a couple days ago, um, I don't remember who was talking about it, but somebody was talking about it. And it uh, sounded like he was kind of done with the firearms industry. Like, hey, <laughs> I was wrong one time and I caught a lot of hell. Fuck you guys. Oh, this is—it's not wrong one time. He does this. He's a fucking your typical fucking journalist. Yeah. He tries to run and twist every fucking thing that he can. He's done this bullshit before. Maybe not just I'm straight not. up outright lies, but that John yeah. Crump is not a well-regarded journalist in the fucking Second Amendment industry. I the guess problem I've is, never even, I've never even heard of him until like just a week before this happened. Ammoland.com well, is... is what he does. A lot of people go to him to look for shit. Like all these guns and gadgets and all these guys who are constantly give you giving you firearms news and you know second amendment updates and news and a lot of their breaking news shit all comes from him. You know, and I think he's just a fat little turd that sits in his fucking basement. Yeah. Doesn't there really you. know what fuck all is going on. Sam, <laughs> uh, how's your new knife? I just Sharp. fucking cut myself. <laughs> I was wondering what the fuck you were doing. If you go back, if you go back and look in the video, like everybody watching the YouTube video, I fucking was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Watched it happen. It's been a long time. I cut myself on a regular basis with razor blades, but it's been a while since I cut myself with a pocket knife, but <laughs> oh well, it is what it is. Dumb You'll bastard. have that. Well, should we, what we got left? Well, we, we have some notable mentions. If we want to move on to that, as probably everyone watching knows shot show is going on. So we just kind of want to touch on some few products that have been released that, we may or may not think are cool. What do you guys got for us? Um, oh, go ahead, Sam. Go ahead. First off, I'm kind of disappointed uh, we're not at SHOT Show. We made the call not to go this year. Um, but, I mean, it looks like it's a fucking killer show. It's not as, like, everybody I see is not wearing masks and shit. Um, so I don't know what's going on with that. But Did you, um, see, the, did you see the safety police running around? 
tell people to put their masks on and shit. Yeah. They, oh yeah, they had safety personnel running around yelling at people for no masks. I think they tried, but then <laughs> ultimately failed when they realized fucking a hundred thousand people there. They're just yeah, like, they, oh you know, fuck you. Yeah, Vegas <laughs> was. I was just there in September, and they were trying that shit. They were doing that shit then, but. Um, yeah, I mentioned the aim point duty RDS. The Palmetto State uh, came out with a five seven. That's a, a little five seven pistol. That's kind of interesting. They came out with um, a five seven, or they announced that they were going to be releasing a five seven sometime in the future, like before twenty thirty. Forty three years from now, they're yeah. actually claiming. I think if I remember right, they're claiming it's coming out within like a, a month or two. But I, I it will, yeah. Right, they've fucking said that before. a month or two to Palmetto State means a year or four. Um, Kalushnikov USA has came out with the they call Ooh. it the Chaos 12 gauge. It's similar to like a, a shockwave, but it's a AK style uh shotgun, takes uh magazines actually. Didn't, um, didn't Mossberg do the 590M, the magazine yeah. fed in a shockwave style too? Yes, uh, a couple years ago, and that never really—I didn't really ever hear much about that. Um, but the chaos looks—I'm not a fan of of belt or of uh, mag-fed shotguns, but um, you know they always see. look funny. I re- really, I like They're them. They're just weird. I well, the AK style, like the Saga twelve gauges and the KS KS twelves and all that, like those look good but like when mossberg made just a 590 with a magazine stuck on the bottom of it instead of the mag tube it was just the goofiest looking piece of shit i'd ever seen that's the yeah. that's the that's the type i like oh uh, i think what they else? look funny grand power uh, with glock mags yeah yeah that one uh pretty sweet the other biggest little the biggest little thing is Magpul is coming out with uh, dust covers? Um, oh, I did see that, and a and a easily released one, just like a. I couldn't believe I watched their video on it on Instagram, and I was like, "How the fuck has nobody made one of these goddamn things yet?" They have actually. <laughs> well, strike Strike Industries has been making them for years, but they're just not a drop in quite- deal with just a quick detach deal. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Really? It's like an, it's an all in one. Um, I actually bought one the other day just cause I ordered, what did I order from strike industries? A Picatinny rail adapter for that goes into my receiver extension. And, and I just read, uh, no, not actually, <laughs> actually no, no. Um, but I threw in one of those dust covers as well. And then of course, shortly after it was like a day or two after I ordered that Magpul says they're coming out with, with this. Um, but I mean, if, if anybody does a lot of ARs, like I'm, I'm used to them. Like I can freaking deal with dust covers, like nobody's business, but for the, the normal people, even me, I'll probably, probably keep those in stock just cause freaking nice to have. I kind of like the, I kind of like the whole idea of them. So, uh, that was kind of cool. And, uh, uh, last thing I'll say is the Magpul. We talked about this last year or two years ago. And the year before that. Case, the the year before that. Yeah, the suitcase gun, like the or whatever it is. Um, Folding defensive pistol. Yeah, it's like a that. flashlight gun. Yeah, yeah, they're saying that's coming out in 20, 
that that's actually a go up until this point it's just been a rumor now they're saying that it's it's a go and it's going to be next year when it comes out so, early 2023 yeah kind of a some of some of the cool products that i've saw so far this is the first day so i'm sure more shit's going to come out but it'll never happen <laughs> yeah the mag pulls that thing i don't think will ever happen uh some of the other stuff i saw uh Kel-Tec p15 Yep. Claiming the lightest, thinnest double stack nine millimeter on the market. Um, seven eighths of an inch wide, which is definitely thin. Definitely thin. That's what she said. Um, FN going into the getting back in the high power game. And they were like nine millimeter. I don't remember what all they used or what all they had them in, but. That's just another fucking Browning high power. I don't know why all of a sudden Browning high powers got popular again. Well, FN was, they were making them up until like 2018 or 2019. Yeah. Uh, and then they stopped and they, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, then that I don't know why Springfield, Springfield, everyone was freaking out Ugh. about when Springfield did it. They're not their only company to be doing it. That gun has a cult following for some reason. I don't, I don't really understand it myself, but then I've never really handled one. So I don't know. Um, what else? What else was there? I had a list here. Box, what is your, uh, you got anything? No, I don't. You took everything. You pretty much just went through an entire fucking list of, <laughs> of shit. I was going to talk about the Magpul dust cover, but you, you took that. Oh, I'm sorry. Fucking asshole. Spring, Springfield <laughs> Hellion. Fucking asshole. Uh, the name of that, uh, Palmetto state five, seven is the rock, by the way. Oh my God. The rock. Yep. I wouldn't buy it just simply for the name. I don't care how cool it is. Won't buy it for the name. Yep. So supposedly their mags will work with Ruger's or no, the Ruger mags will work with theirs, but theirs won't work with Ruger or some shit like that for the five sevens. It will be ready to go in the next 30 to 45 days. They also came out with a micro dagger, which is just Glock 19 size dagger. And so the Glock 17, um, and then the other thing was the, uh, EOTech, uh, red dot that we talked about, uh, pistol sight, E-Flex mini, the E-Flex mini. Um, oh, the other one I had was the MCX spear which was what we kind of talked about was the next gen squad weapon. Oh, did you guys see the Springfield St. Edge ATC? This ungodly fucking Star Wars blaster looking piece of shit that Springfield came out with. What? It's, what it's got it like the Springfield uh Are you talking Hellion? No, the St. Edge. Oh, uh-uh. The Hellions even, whatever, that's like an FS2000. That design is not new. It's not anything innovative. Well, it's, that's, it's, that's a straight import. They didn't design it. That's from like right. Austria. Yeah. But the, no, you got to look at the Edge ATC. St. Edge ATC. My God. That was supposed ATC? to be their version, yeah. their version of, of what? I can't. I I have no Can't idea. I've seen uh, it around. Yeah, garbage. That's, 
That's uh, <laughs> their version yeah. of garbage box. I know you're talking about. It's like it looks like a, a what the fuck? It's an HK. At the M8, the old M8. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's that's definitely fugly. But the uh, I mentioned the Hellion. That was like XM8. The Heckler HK XM8. Interesting. So what's so special about this? It's just an AR style gun. Yeah, and it's like supposed to be the super accurate. What sets it's, this um, rifle apart from the ho hum crowd is its accurized <laughs> tactical chassis system, is what this article says. <laughs> which makes you want to punch them in the face. So it's monolithic upper and lower. And th so Uh -uh. Basically, there's no there's no tube for the gas tube to even go through since the upper is monolithic. So it truly is more free floated than a standard AR is because the gas tube doesn't really go through the hole in the front of the receiver. It's an open channel and yada yada. But... There's zero stress on the barrel or the barrel net from the fore end. Right. So, um... yeah. There's that, but the EOTech, the EOTech mini reflex was the other thing that I saw that I thought was cool. Um, what are they selling that for? 900,000 bucks. I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to try and pull it up on their website. Uh, so the eFlex mini reflex site, I, I will let you each have Two guesses at the price. Seven seven forty-nine. Okay, it is less than that. Six forty-nine. Box. He said seven forty-nine and six forty-nine. Yep. Less than that. Hmm. I'm gonna go with just a straight seven hundred. Okay, less than that. Five hundred. <laughs> Three eighty nine. No shit. This thing must yes. be that garbage. And that's MSRP. <laughs> that is MSRP. And that th these are shipping quarter two of twenty twenty two is what they say. Um, it is common to the Leupold Delta Point Pro footprint. Um, it is as a true one X. Uh, 20,000 hours runtime and has a three or six MOA dot 2032 top load 2032 battery. So it is a top load, which is nice, which I feel is and should be standard from here on out. Oh, yeah. Trigicon, you fucked up by putting the battery in the bottom. I'm sorry. That's just did, did, has it even come out having, to, having to dismount it. To change the battery is just fucking dumb. Have, have they even came out with an RMR no. that's top load yet? No. I wonder if that's just so fucked up to the, to redesign it. I well, they've already. I mean, they've got the patent on that site, so they're not going to change it until that patent runs out for sure. <laughs> hmm. Uh, I wonder. Um, I'm wondering about this site then. I wonder if it's if it's going to be good. I mean, Maybe it's, that'll it's be a choice. That's a fuck. That's American made right there. American choice right there. 
it's from EOTech. You know, it's going to be fairly good quality. Hmm. It is. a. Maybe. She's a chonky boy. Have you looked at her? She's chonky. She's wide. It's called the E-Flex Mini. It's got to be small. It's not that small. It's <laughs> wide. That's what she it's, said. It's significantly wider than they show it on a SIG M17. I mean, it hangs off the sides. Like, you know. Yeah, but you get a wider sight picture, too. No, it's just got buttons and shit that hang off the sides. It's not as wide as a 320 slide. Maybe just uh, almost, but just under I mean, and they do have that chamfer on the side, but. Yeah, that's not that's not terrible. I mean, yeah, it might look a little goofy with that fucking hanging over, but that doesn't. Really I mean, that's out. that's fairly typical for a lot of things too. Is that the sights are wider than the slide? Oh yeah, <clears throat> yeah, and that's not a huge. That's that's not a. Uh... I still think that that the Hollow Sun would be better if the auto, you know, the auto uh, brightness works as well as they say it does oh i definitely agree it would be better but i'd rather buy american i don't know why it doesn't look out of place like Like their their video shows it on like all sick guns and shit but Oh, they see now. I like that too. They've got it shown next to like their voodoo one to six on a 45 mount on rifle too. And they've got it. It seems like a wider lens than a lot of the sites that you see, but I'm sure it's very comparable site. You know, I'm wondering uh, about its rigidity. I mean, it doesn't look Super robust to me. I'll no. bet it's not that durable. Time will tell. Also, um, we're talking about red dots, Hollison EPS. That's another one uh, Hollison came out with, which is it's a, um, similar to like the 507K, uh, so it's a smaller footprint, um, but it's also um, enclosed. What do they call that? Um, closed emitter. Closed emitter. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it's, it's, you know, it's a little bit longer, it looks like, um, but the emitter is enclosed. So it's, you know, it's more, I think it's the same footprint as a 507 K it's literally just closed. Right. But I mean, it looks like the, the raised portion of it looks a little bit longer. It's more like the 509 T or whatever the fuck that is. Yeah. Um, but you know, so it, it's nice to see they're offering more optic. Uh, more options for the the smaller version and the reason you would want an enclosed reticle or an enclosed uh, emitter is say you get mud and shit in there you can on some of the the other ones if they're not enclosed you can get mud down in there over that emitter and then your light does not fucking or your red dot does not fucking work at all anymore because it can't red dot essentially so yeah um honestly i was pretty pissed when i saw him release that one because why because I want it and I bought a 507k and now I want this fancy new one. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking first world problems, man. Jeez. I know it. Uh last thing at eight is it eight five blackout? Eight, eight seven. Six. Eight six. Oh, we're all over, eight the fucking, six. all over the place. Eight I'm six. pretty sure it's eight seven. 
I think it's eight six. Either way, a big ass fucking blackout. Yeah, eight uh, six black. Um, yeah, Q developed this round. Faction's building the barrel. Uh, Gorilla Ammunition is uh, doing is making the ammunition for it. Supposedly, this thing is a fucking behemoth of a round. Um, it's interesting. Also, they're shooting they're shooting it out of one and three barrels, which. Mm-hmm. Is, is it extremely fast fucking uh twist rate i mean well, you have to a normal a typical ar barrel you know depending on what you want to shoot is anywhere from 17 to 112 um so, you know so that's a lot slower twist than a one and three that's fucking well obviously um that bullet in an eight six is so fucking mammoth they got to spin it so fast to stabilize it yeah so you're talking a 220 or 210 grain bullet roughly and they're getting 2450 feet per second from a 12 and a half inch barrel yeah so i mean that's that's why they're spinning the ever-living shit out of this thing is because it's meant for short barrels and to be suppressed right and that kind of the design is to be shot out of basically q fix right. rifles with short barrels and suppressors yeah um, I, I watched the video. They had it in a, it was a Remington 700 chassis and this fucking barrel was just, it was, it looked weirder than shit because I mean, it was a bolt action rifle with a fucking barrel. that's just like this, you know, and it's, but I mean, if we can figure out how to shoot, you know, stuff, it's going to have ballistic, you know, superior ballistics out of a shorter barrels. Hell yeah. You know, and they're saying that that's they're they're hunting big game with it. So obviously the like water buffalo type big game. So obviously the ballistics are there. So uh, it'll be inter- interesting to see uh, where that caliber goes to. I don't really know what it takes down it takes to take down a water buffalo. So that's not much of a much of a gauge for me there. Water buffalo are fucking big angry animals. So <laughs> I'm sure it has yeah, to take some fucking... serious punch. They're they're massive. Uh, Josh says, "Are you going to need a tax stamp for the short ass barrel?" Uh, the um, yeah, unless you want to go with the pistol version. Um, until the ATF tells us to fuck off on those, but we'll see how that goes. And through. then just <laughs> order the stock afterwards, and right. Actually, um, interesting note. Interesting note. If um. If your lower is engraved, I'm not condoning anything. I'm just passing along information. I had a, a chat with a fellow the other day. If your gun is engraved, a typical uh, law enforcement agent cannot ask you for your uh, stamp. Tax stamp. Your tax stamp. They they need a warrant for such a thing. You know, just I find that I thought that was an interesting bit of information. Uh, kind of makes it a pain in the butt to hunt without being extorted as i said or free men don't ask for permission <laughs> i mm-hmm. guess um and also of note talking about being extorted by tax stamps there's been very 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 few cases if any i have not ever seen any personally that a person was charged with just um the sin, the single crime of possessing a short barrel rifle. There's always drug charges or some other shit, you know, that's tacked on top of that. 
So as long as you're not being a fucking idiot, I'm not condoning anything. I'm just passing along information. All I'm saying is don't be a tweaked out drug head and have a bunch of fucking reasons for the cops to show up. Yeah, it's weird. It's like, you know, people who are, you know, being silently disobedient to the government don't get fucked with because they're not loudmouths. And like strange how that works, huh? Yeah. Uh, you might not condone it, Sam, but I sure as fuck do. Yeah, fuck the government. Do what you want. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I suppose, yeah. I was trying to tell the line, but I guess if we're going to go there, okay, sure, whatever. This is America, <laughs> God damn it. Act like it. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, well, the problem is, though, Josh was talking about it makes it a pain in the, uh, in the ass. I mean, you can't buy those guns like off the shelf, you know, without a fucking tax stamp. Um, supposedly, don't they make Q pistols? I believe so. Or don't they make the fix in a pistol version? Don't know. I do not know. Um, I believe that these Q uh, fix rifles and shit. They, I. And I don't know about the eight six because he was still um currently they're still only in three oh eight and six five. They're working on producing this eight six um fixed rifle, but they've got like full rifle length barrel versions of these, but I know he's setting that eight six up to be a short barrel. So I'm wondering if that will have some type of brace for that model I'm not really know. sure uh also uh the obviously the form four um situation is now an e-form so your weight will be a little bit shorter if you do feel like going that route supposedly we'll see how fast they are getting returned after all this debacle but um yeah the atf was having a fuck of a time getting the, the website running correctly shocking you know, no way like how how is it that any civilian can design a website and it just fucking works and they literally youtubers do ads for multiple different places to just do a website in no time it's easy it works it's backed by these big companies who know how to make websites work the government mm. no i'm gonna spend 12 billion dollars on nothing still don't fucking work yeah i don't i don't get it i don't understand how they're so behind the times i mean yeah it's just it's mind-numbingly infuriating i think they're stupid they're using it to launder money they're paying all this fucking money to these garbage terrible companies that don't know how to build websites i don't know if it's (laughs) and that company that is just giving it right back to them so what I've heard is um, from like contractors and stuff who do uh, construction and mechanical work and stuff for government facilities, they will literally put like a 600% upcharge on their shit because the government's paying for it. And whoever's in charge of paying for those projects is just like, okay. Like they'll oh, be like, it. Hey, Hey, uh, we actually were putting up this addition onto your room, onto your building here. And we're doing this addition and we actually lit it on fire out of our negligence. So that's going to cost you an extra $1.2 million for this project. And they'll be like, sure. 
And they were like, Hey, you know, we poured that concrete, but we messed it up. So we got to tear it all out and report again, but we're going to have to bill you for all those hours and the concrete. And they're like, okay. And just keep paying. Like they don't ask questions. They just write the checks. Well, it's not, that's because it's not anybody. It's not their money. It's not mm -hmm. anybody's money. It's just, it's not a business. Nobody, they don't have to balance fucking jack shit. They just write a fucking check and then Congress gives them a bigger budget next year. So it's like, why would, why do they give a shit? You know? Unbelievable. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, it's maddening. And then, and then our taxes just keep going up. We need more money. Go fuck <laughs> right. yourself, Uncle Joe. How's that sound? Yeah. God, it's, like, it's like, uh, what are they? The government's sugar daddies. Like, oh, I oh, need yeah. I need new shoes. Mm. This isn't fancy enough. I need more money. Give me more allowance. Yeah, but they're fucking us in the bad. Then give us something in return. Yeah, give us something in return. <laughs> if I'm going to be your sugar daddy, I don't want getting fucked up the ass. I want something good. <laughs> yeah, have you seen the roads around here lately? Pay all these taxes and they can't even fix the fucking roads. Jesus. Redonkulous. It's miserable. Okay. On that note, I think we should call it a night. We can bitch about the government some more if you like. We do that every or twice every two weeks. So I think we can continue that next next time. Twice every so like every week. Except not really. <laughs> Weekly. We release it every week, but we don't record every once every week. Yeah, I suppose. It looks suppose. like you have our ponytail going on there. No, nope. when you turn your head, wow. He's saying no, but you weren't supposed to see that. He's saying no, but he really does. You weren't supposed to see that. I didn't get a haircut yet. Jonathan, let's get Sam real drunk. I have and been trying to cut his hair for literally two years. No, it's gonna. We're gonna have to take it into our own hands. We're gonna have to get him real drunk so he's not paying attention or anything, and then just take some buzz. Take some clippers, clippers to his fucking head. Yeah. Straight down see the middle. That, so he's see how bald. That, how well that goes for you, fellas. I bet pretty well. I'm guessing not. <laughs> I guarantee you I can subdue you and Box can run a clippers just fine. <laughs> we'll you see. get my a man of my size on top of you, there's not much you're going to do, Sam. You literally couldn't bench press me. <laughs> I don't know how much you weigh. A good 215. I could I could bench press you. I could back in the day. I don't know if I could. Now. Okay, yeah. I could also squat four hundred back in the day, Sam. Guess what? <laughs> I bet you I I, bet I promise I, bench, I would be I crippled and in, crumpled into a pile of shit if I put that on my back now. Okay. Uh, I bet you I could bench two fifteen. Okay, we're we're gonna go live sometime in the next couple weeks where you're gonna try and bench press Johnson. Well, bench press is weight. Bench pressing Johnson is no. You no, gotta bench press me. I'm gonna well, be. All. I'm going to be trying to prevent it, mind you. <laughs> well, boxes just happens to be nearby with the hair clippers. No, no, that's not selling any fun to me. No, thank you. I do not wish to partake in this fucking pussy. Not even for the fans. See how much he loves you. What a bitch. <laughs> Fuck you. I did I did kilt pictures for you guys. Yeah, they were fucking badass. Yeah, they were pretty sweet. Yeah, what a sacrifice yeah. you made for us. And you didn't need a haircut.
No, you do. No, I probably did back then too. He always needs. Well, I don't. I just still cut. don't understand why you won't let me cut your hair. Anyways. <laughs> okay, I guess Sam's tired of t- tired of talking about this. <laughs> yep. Oh, so can we see the ponytail? No. <laughs> okay. Thanks for stopping by, everyone. Be sure to listen to our to our entire catalog of podcasts on most major podcast providers, and also on our website. If you enjoy what we do and want to help support the show, check out our Subscribestar page for exclusive content and other benefits. If you want to get more involved with the community, join our forum at lifeshortlivefree.com. If you aren't aware, Gears and Beers is streamed live on every other Wednesday night at 8.30 Central Time on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and on our website. We would love for you to come get involved in the conversation. Kind of quiet tonight, kind of disappointing. Thank you uh, to... Josh and Dylan and Don. Is there anybody else that commented tonight? I think that was it. Especially you guys tonight. Cliff. Uh, apparently Cliff's. I don't know. That was last. No, Cliff was in here. No, he wasn't. I usually. Really, says, uh-huh. He says, really box? Go right to butt plugs. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I was going to comment on that. Sorry. I was going to say, usually I remember when Cliff's in here because he's usually bitching at me or calling me a homo or something. Well, he definitely was. <laughs> he definitely was. See how much yep. you mean to me, Cliff? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, check out our sponsors, Shyworks at Shyworks.com and on Facebook and Ballistic Imagery at BallisticImagery.com and Facebook. And that is the show. And we'll see you in two weeks, folks. Take it away, Sam. Yeah. Yep, guys, thanks for sticking around. Appreciate it. We'll be back in two weeks. Until we talk to you then, remember, life short, live free. God bless. God bless the United States of America. Defund the ATF. Repeal the NFA. Grow food. Do whatever Become the, ungovernable. Do whatever the fuck you want. Melt goats. 